0: Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a foreign international university student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Corey Laster, and I'm very pleased to have Brianna Williams. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. Now, The issue we will be solving in our podcast will be be about John Cage. Among the most famous works of John Cage, a well-known contemporary composer, is this piece for pianos entitled 433. To perform that work, the pianist goes on stage, sits at the piano, opens the keyboard, and remains seated for 4 minutes and 33 seconds. At the end of that time, the pianist closes the keyboard and leaves the stage. Is 433 a work of art? Is it a piece of music? We will be answering these questions and others in this podcast. Now, in order to answer this, I feel we need to know who John Cage is. Brianna, if you will.
1: John Cage was an influential American composer, music theorist, artist, and philosopher. He was born on September 5th, 1912, and passed away on August 12th, 1992. Cage is best known for his avant-garde approach to music and his groundbreaking contribution to the 20th century experimental music. Let's address the various aspects of John's Cage life and work as outlined in our questions.
0: Yes, and, and I feel like this is good to know. And also, we will dive into more of, of this composition in the, in the article that we actually found. It is, it, it, it is from the website NPR titled The Story of 433 by, by will Herms. In the article, it describes the composition of 433 as a warm and rainy evening in August of 1952, the composition took place in a tiny auditorium, appropriately called the Maverick Concert Hall. While, while the building is at the end of a dirt road in the middle of the forest near Woodstock, New York, the artist community about two hours north of New York City. The Maverick is a lopsided plank and nail affair that seems across between a barn and a country church. The support streams and strip logs on one side, a huge oak tree grows through an opening in the moss-covered roof. Now, this show, now this shows the actual place that the composition took, took place in. Now, now, in the audience, several composers like Mort Enfield Feldman and Earl Brown whose works are being performed this particular night, and also present are some vacationing members of the New York Philharmonic, phil- looking to keep over the antics of new music renegades and composer John Cage, who's premiering two new works. Now, for the first, which will later become known as warden music, pianist, du- David Tudor, a lifelong cage collaborator, plays prepare piano, adult call, and transistor radio. For the second, revisionally entitled fourth pieces, Tudor starts a stopwatch, sits down in front of the piano, and closes the lid and begins performance in which he never plays a note. After 30 seconds of silence, Tudor resets the stopwatch and times another two minutes, 23 seconds of silence, and then another one minute, 40 seconds of silence but is it truly silence? In this, this was John Cage's form of music. And, and in this, this was how he, how it would become to be known as the four minutes and 33 seconds in which it was known as a silent composition. This, this form of music will go to be known as one of his most famous ones on how unique and different it is. Now, John also goes into politics, has ethical themes in his work. Can you please get examples? I'm Brianna.
1: John Cage's compositions often challenged traditional musical conventions and explored concepts of freedom, chance, and intimacy. He was influenced by the ideas of Henry David. Cage's work can be seen as a reflection of his belief in individual autonomy and the idea that the composer's role was not to impose their will on the listener. His interest in Zen Buddhism also had a significant impact on the approach to composition, emphasizing non intention and the acceptance of whatever sounds may arise.
0: That's very good to know. And also, I would like to actually go into the composition itself and its place in the history of music.
1: 433 is one of Cage's most famous and controversial compositions. It consists of four minutes and 33 seconds of silence during which the performer remains seated, opening and closing the piano's keyboard. Cage described it as a composition and a listening experience. It challenges traditional notions of music, prompting listeners to focus on the ambient sounds around them. It's philosophical. Implications include the idea that there is no true silence and music is everywhere.
0: Thank you for that. And also, what exactly did John Cage do while investing in this form of multimedia art and his compositions?
1: Cage was a pioneer in multimedia art. He collaborated with artists, dancers, and poets, including his close association with the New York avant-garde scene which fostered interdisciplinary creativity. His exploration of the relationship between sound movement and visual arts challenged the boundaries of artistic expression.
0: Yes, yes. And I feel that these investments also led into him in, in several other collaborations with other New York top artists, which we will discuss later in the podcast. Now, How did John Cage use environmental sounds and recordings in his compositions? And how did they expand the definition of music?
1: Cage frequently incorporated environmental sounds and field recordings into his compositions. Notable works like Williams Mix utilized recorded sounds from the environment expanding the definition of music and sound art. Hmm.
0: That is good to know. Also, how exactly did his work pave the way for sound art to become, become a genre in and of itself?
1: John Cage's work paved the way for sound art by expanding what's considered music in using everyday sounds, incorporating chants and randomness into compositions, encouraging interdisciplinary collaborations, prioritizing the act of listening, accepting silence as part of artistic expression, emphasizing the philosophy that all sounds can be artistic. His influence helped establish sound art as a distinct genre, which artists explore the creative potential of sound beyond traditional boundaries.
0: And and, and I feel that doing this also helped other genres of music besides his own. So I feel that this was really a helpful thing that he did. Now, did someone else do his work or did he perform it by himself?
1: Don Cage did perform 433 himself as the other pianist. However, the work can be performed by any pianist and there is no strict requirement for Cage himself to be the performer. It's about the concept, and the experience, not the specific performer.
0: Good you to know. It make, makes his work really flexible. Now, as famous as he was, at the end of the day, he did receive criticism. Now, let's analyze some of it, shall we?
1: During his lifetime, Cage's work received mixed reviews. Some praised his innovative approach while others criticized it as nonsense. Over the years, his work has gained greater recognition for its revolutionary contributions to music and art.
0: Now, with, with that known, his various aspects of criticism, and now that we analyzed it, would you say that he is an artist or a musician
1: John Cage is often described as both an artist and musician. He transcended transcended traditional definitions, blurring the lines between these categories. Cage's work extended beyond conventional music composition, incorporated elements of visual arts, philosophy, and sound exploration. He was a composer and a pioneer of experimental music but his innovative and disciplinary approach to art many led many to consider him as an artist as well. Cage's work challenged the boundary of traditional artistic categories, emphasizing a holistic approach to creative expression.
0: Hmm. It's very interesting that it sounds like he managed to balance both, which is a very useful skill in this type of field. Now, speaking of the type of the field, Let's compare his work with others that is in the same field with him around that time.
1: Page's work had many commonalities with other avant-garde artists of his time, such as the emphasis on non-conformity, experimentation, and challenging established norms. However, his incorporation of chance and interdeterminacy sets his work apart.
0: Now, with that that said, he also had other interests in several other things that does affect his compositions. One of them is Zen Buddhism. So where exactly were his interests in Zen Buddhism and how exactly did it affect his compositions?
1: Paige's interest in Zen Buddhism influences artistic and musical compositions by promoting non-intention in the acceptance of the present moment, which reflected in his exploration of silence and ambient sounds.
0: Okay. That's, that's very interesting to hear and seeing it and hearing about how his effect affected his compositions. Now, what were the effects of his collaboration with other artists such as Merce Cunningham on his work, and how did it affect the field of music and dance in general?
1: The collaboration between John Cage and Merce Cunningham had a profound impact on music and dance. They pioneered interdisciplinary collaboration using chance operations in their work. Their performances emphasize the independence of music and dance, allowing audience to appreciate each element individually. Their commitment to artistic freedom and non-interference enable each artist to pursue their unique vision without compromise.
0: Also, with this information known to us, let us now examine the cultural and social context in which Cage's work emerged including the impact that it had on World War II and also around, around the time period of the Cold War that it had on his artistic output, on the work that he would put out.
1: John cultural and social contacts shaped by World War II and the Cold World War influenced John Cage's artistic output. He was a objector during the World War II reflecting his pacific beliefs, his anti-authorized nation stance emerged as a response to the regimes. The post-World War II and Cold War periods uncertainly fueled his interest in embracing chance and interdiminency. His work symbolized a desire for freedom and experimentation amidst a political tense world. Additionally, Cage's alignment with Zen Buddhism offered an alternative to prevalent anxieties. Overall, Cage's art and philosophy were a response to and a challenge to the era, era's cultural and political climate.
0: Now in this, we talked a lot about how about while wow, diving into his work, we've known a we know a lot about how Cage's ideas and stances on on different topics, essentially we know as ethics. So how exactly did John Cage's ideas and his techniques continue to influence contemporary artists and musicians in the the field?
1: John Cage's innovative ideas and techniques continue to influence contemporary artists and musicians across various disciplines. His impact is evident in experimental and avant-garde music, Sound art, electroacoustic compositions, into dis- interdisciplinary collaborations, sound installments, in the concept of silent silence as art. Cage's philosophical influence is seen in the exploration of the present moment, acceptance of all sounds, and in modern, in modern artistic practices. His legacy remains vital in challenging traditional music artists artistic boundaries and fostering new avenues for creative expression in the contemporary art and music scenes.
0: All right, good to know. Now, let's, let us go back to the to the original topic at hand and now let's use the information to help us an, answer the, the case that we are studying. Now, as I read before, Among the most famous works of John Cage, who is a well known contemporary composer as we know, his piece for the piano is entitled 433. Now performing this work, the the pianist has to go on stage, sit at the piano, open the keyboard, and remain seated for 4 minutes and 33 seconds. At the end of that time, the pianist closes the keyboard and leaves the stage. Now. This may be divided as people think, as people think that sitting there for four minutes and 33 seconds while not playing anything may not be a really, really count as a piece of art. So the question we would answer is: Is this four thirty three a work of art? Is it a piece of music?
1: In the case study, it is essential to note that John Cage considered 433 as a piece of art and a listening experience, with the performer's role being to frame and draw attention to ambient sounds.
0: Okay, and what if Cage insisted that 433 is a listening experience in which the audience is supposed to hear background noises? Would your would your answer to the last question be different? No, I feel that I feel that our answer would not be different, as the music will still be functional, and only require more pieces, aka the background music, to fill to fill to fill it to fill in the gaps that that's love, that's loved by the piece that does not disqualify it from being a work of art. Now, suppose that during a, a recent concert of Cage's works, the pianist hired to perform 433 became ill at the last moment and had to withdraw. In desperation, the stage manager himself conducted the work. Would this be, still be a performance of Cage's work? Would it be a musical performance? Actually, Vienna, I think you I think you touched on this earlier. And I feel I feel that I have, I have to agree with you on that as yes, it will still be a musical performance and one of the Cage's works as it's still his work being performed as music to an audience. Although it has some substitutions as, such as the music stage manager himself conducting the work instead of the Cage himself. But as we previously stated, anyone can still perform his work.
1: Yes, the perspective challenges traditional music definitions of music, um, and it can be considered a performance even if someone other than Cage perf- conducts it himself. The essence of the piece lies in the idea and concept rather than the specific performer.
0: All right, now, now with that answered, I actually want to thank you for joining us so much today, Rihanna Williams. I really appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon and remember to stay curious. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs>